104.3, the home of SAFM in Rustenburg. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. All right, so so let me just recap what we're doing. Eight to nine here on the on the viewpoint now is when we have the big hitter, not eight thirty to nine thirty. Eight to nine is the big hitter. From nine o'clock, we look at the big picture stories as we've done today with the the premier of the northwest. We've also touched on the issue of Patricia Delille and and the DA uh, and bringing in Tonya's thoughts as well in terms of numbers. But we also have this feature called political school. We look at political concepts and get and we get you and I to understand exactly what what they really mean. My guest today is Professor Ramamuchi, who is a research Chair in Innovation Studies, uh, the Faculty of Economics and Finance at the Chuana University of uh, Technology. Professor Ramushi, appreciate your time. Hello. How are you? How are you? Very good indeed. Now, I, now you... I, was, I was listening to your what? Sh- uh, shut up. I, I don't know what yeah. that is. <laughs> well, well, the president, <laughs> President Ramaphosa, yes. uh, while he was uh-huh. talking, the DA uh, MP uh was 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 commenting as as often does happen in parliament so let's call him back chatting uh-huh. and and he literally uh-huh. told the speaker to tell that person to shut up unprecedented <laughs> unprecedented in our parliament i would think okay <laughs> so it's a nice segue to go to political school to say whether that would be allowed we we're going to talk about to what ethiopianism right um and and pan africanism yes. and yes. the link T- tell us, what, I mean, the word Ethiopianism suggests something to do with Ethiopia, but but uh, you're gonna you're gonna help us. T- tell us more. What does it mean? No, Ethiopianism uh, started when uh, Africans experienced uh, what is called uh, slavery. Uh, they resisted at that time, saying, "Why do you treat us?" like uh, commodities. Why do you exchange us, sell us, and also force us to go to the Americas? And uh, on the sea, actually, they they revolted, they they fought. When they fought, the energy they got, the best energy they got to resist the spiritual energy they got was from what they call Ethiopianism. The reason why they say Ethiopia is because Ethiopia is like them, black, but it is mentioned more in the Bible. Uh, it says in the Bible, it, it, uh, princes come out of Egypt, uh, Ethiopia stretches their hands unto God. So they say that uh, Ethiopia makes African, Afri- Africans humans, and, and, and humans also into God. They, they simply, simply, simply say, don't mistreat us. We uh, are mentioned in the Bible more than you, like uh, without Ethiopia. We are Ethiopians, they said. And of course, uh, in the churches, when the churches uh, started, the churches were very uh, racist, and they were saying that to be a black is to be a Lucifer, to be Satan, to be white is like your uh, angel or something. So they told them also, how come you say things like that? You're not mentioned in the Bible. We are mentioned in the Bible, and mm. you call us like that. So they tried to form independent churches. So they started it in the United States, then they in the Caribbean, even Latin America, everywhere. And, and the most powerful was in Southern Africa, here in South Africa. And actually, the, the liberation movement, the ANC, the African National Congress, was founded by Ethiopians. 
John Langa Bilele Dube, the first president, was an Ethiopianist. Always they say under threat. Mm. And uh, mm. the white authorities in 1906 even said this Ethiopia propaganda is going to destroy us. So they even arrested people, many even they killed people whom they call Ethiopians. The, the Ethiopian church, the Ethiopian church of South Africa, was formed here uh, in Southern Africa. And even across Southern Africa, in Malawi, everywhere across, they started forming these churches. Even they used this ecclesiastical space for incubating the political liberation space. So all, if you see uh, uh, Madiba, Tabombeke, mm, Matole mm. Mashoka, all of them, they talk about about the the independence movement that started ANC, the African National Congress. In fact, the liberation movement, African National Congress, had a spiritual uh, foundation, spiritual foundation, and of course, an African liberation foundation. So it, it joined liberation with spirituality. It's a powerful moment. It okay, like fascinating. That. I tell and you what, I welcome what, yeah. I welcome callers on this issue of what we now describing as Ethiopianism. 0891104207. My guest, Professor Mamamuchi, who talks about just that. You can certainly give me your thoughts. You can tweet us, hashtag SAFM Viewpoint. Uh, now, here's an interesting one, um, uh, an SMS we have from uh, someone describing themselves as Ma Africa K. Um, or, or just K, even in Ashraf, there is no such thing called Ethiopianism anywhere in the world, unless you mean uh, Rastafarians, Ashraf. So you, you, you want to answer that, Professor Muchi? No, that, that, that's completely not, not true. Ethiopianism started before Rastafarianism. Rastafarianism started later, when Emperor Halifalase came, which is quite, quite different. Um, it, it, it's actually, I mean, it's actually part of the, I mean, another f- way that, uh, you know, that Rastafarians express some version of Ethiopianism, but the real Ethiopianism started in the diaspora. And it started from in, during the time of slavery. And that was the 16th century. And it became stronger when the Americans had the 1776, the, the liberation from the, the, the British and others. And it became very, very strong. It was the African-Americans. Later, it became also here in South Africa. The main was here in South Africa. I see. I mean, why don't people like read Madiba? Why don't they read Sabombeke? All of them have talked about the, the Ethiopianism movement, how powerful it was here in South Africa to actually start the liberation movement. And Ethiopianism, in fact, the most powerful is actually in Southern Africa here. All right. So, and the so, ANC, African National Congress, was founded by Ethiopians. Okay. So how how much not, of it? How much of an influence does Ethiopianism have now? Like in the present tense, a in this country, b in other countries in Africa, and three around you know the global diaspora. The most important thing about Ethiopianism is that it. It is linked to this concept. So let me just say them briefly. One, it's made Africans, you know, Africa. You know, we're Africans. We're human. We are also, we have our right to worship God. So we have our own connection with God. It made that kind of link. It made that, that connections. And because there was all this uh, resistance against uh, uh, Africans. F- first, our humanity was denied. We were disempowered. We were despiritualized. 
were oppressed. Ethiopianism gave this notion of empowerment, of spiritualizing ourselves, of humanizing ourselves, of fighting, giving us spiritual strength to uh, resist our oppression. That's what it did. So now it continues. It continues with Pan-Africanism and the African Renaissance. The African Renaissance, Ethiopianism, and the Pan-Africanism, like, like, uh, like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They are one and three, three and one. Mm, mm, mm. It started with Ethiopianism, then Pan-Africanism came, then with Pan-Africanism, now we have the African Renaissance. We are actually connected. Our entire history of resistance, from the very beginning, from the period of slavery, to make sure that Africa learns, Africans learn to own Africa. That has not been done. We still are suffering. We do not own Africa. We Africans don't own Africa yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a serious issue. If we own Africa, it's the richest continent on this planet. We don't own it yet. Well, you we raised some, you raise some really important and issues. And that's why we need Ethiopianism mm-hmm. and Pan-Africanism and African Renaissance. I really practice it, not talk it. And look, look recently, there was this African trade, trade um, meeting that uh, Paul Kagame, yes, that's Paul right. Kagame yeah, organized. Yeah. But, but the countries that should size it most should have been who? South Africa and Nigeria, but they didn't. I mean, how can you have a free trade area when the biggest economies in Africa are not engaged in it? I am just amazed about us. Okay, well, it questions and, and why... You should be... You should be, you should be you know the people who started the Pan-African movement, the uh, Ethiopianism movement. It's not Ethiopians in Ethiopia that started it. It's here. Okay. It's in, in, in America. I'm going it's to... in Southern Africa. All right. I'm going to... Do you understand? Why, why don't we, we really be the, the leading here in South Africa? I really like you to be okay. the, the leading. I mean, some of us came here really to, to motivate you to do that too. I mean, I... I, I it's extremely important that you really become a leading example Okay, the point, for, for the, leading Africa. That point is made. We're going to get you to a call of advocate, uh, Sipo Mantula, coming on in a moment. Before that, tell us about the Adwa Pan-African University and, and uh, perhaps, you know, link that to, to this discussion on, you know, Ethiopianism and political school. Thank you so much for asking this question. We just, uh, uh, I was invited to a conference for setting up the the Adwa Pan African University, the people who are, who actually uh, were involved in the beginning in founding it to put a stone about last year, were uh, your own your former president uh, President Sabondeke was there, and uh, uh, and a number of other African leaders, uh, I think from Uganda from others, and the former Prime Minister Vitete, all of them they did it. Uh, they found they did they laid the foundation i mean in the stone for it now they have asked intellectuals and academics like us to go and see how could we set it up this is what we said and so important all of us listen carefully adwa is a great victory it's not an ethiopian victory mm-hmm. it is an african victory it made Af- africa a victor it it re- it did not make africa no longer a victim it's an important victory, a global victory that the Europeans themselves said, this victory made us a victim. They say that. 
I'm, I'm, I'm serious. They have written it mm. all in their press. It's an important victory. So Adwa is not just Ethiopia. It is all of Africa. Okay. So one of the key things we want to do is build it as a heritage, a, a global African heritage site. We need to make Africa Day, the Victory Day, should be a whole Africa Day that, that it should be. It is on March 1 and 2, around that time. Okay. We also want a, a Pan-African University. This Pan-African University needs over something like 80 to 90% of the students must come from all over Africa. This is the first time we will integrate Africans. They will grow together. They'll be inventors, innovators, creators, okay. entrepreneurs. Well, well, I'll tell you what you do. Creators. Not not job seekers. Can I can I suggest we want them to be like that. We want to create a new unique university with a unique academic challenge with all the knowledge that Africa's knowledge that has been ignored, all this all the spirituality, everything that Africa has the traditional African uh, med- uh, medicine, everything. Okay, Professor, Professor Mushi. In Africa, we want to bring it, and we want all of Africa to join, fund it ourselves, not, not borrow money from everywhere, do it ourselves, and run a great university. Okay, can I... And I think we should do it, a uni- unique university. Okay, can I suggest that, A, give us your, your website address, if there is one, or a contact number about the university, but, but B, also even later on on social media, like on our Twitter feed, just post any information about it. Is there, is there a detail, a contact number you can give us about it quickly? Yes. The, 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 the contact details, uh, I, I didn't actually, I, I wish I had done that. I, 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 I cannot immediately give you... All right, the, pass, the, it, on, pass it on to Levo. We'll, we'll Dr. Ayele Bakere, who is guiding the, 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 you know, the, the, the okay. board. That's actually All doing right. it. That's fine. But what so, we'll do, we'll get and, the details. And, 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 and I, I, can, I can send you that details also. Okay, so we'll do that. We, that's... I can send it to you. You can then put it on the on, on, okay. on, online. That's fine. Yeah. Let's take a quick call. Advocate uh, Mantula has been holding on, of course. Good chatting to you, Sipo. Hi. Uh, thank you very much, Ashraf. What a refreshing knowledge. Uh, Professor uh, Mamuchi Salamna Ikurusewa. Salamna. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Ashraf, what I like are saying is that mm. the, that issue that he has raised of the Battle of Ador of 1896, the 1st of March, is very yeah. critical in our calendar. But as well, Ashraf, to link what you have said, that even the former president of of, of, of this country received this military training, both Algeria, Morocco, Ethiopia. And that is very critical when you are saying that Ethiopianism was part of the formation of the, of the ANC when it was the Native Congress. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as well as the PAC freedom fighters that were in exile in yes. Addis Ababa. So it's very critical that when we think of Africa Month, as you have said, Three days ago, Ashraf, it was the Ethiopian Liberation Day, the 5th of May, 1941. That was the second return of Haile Selassie from London back to Ethiopia through the southern Sudan. And that is something that we've missed when we are thinking that 20 days later, it it will become Africa Liberation Day, not Africa Day, Ashraf, because media have a misnomer of calling it Africa Day. Okay, got that. Is the liberation All right. of the whole continent. Okay, Sipo, let's leave it at that. Thank you for your time. Professor Muchi, you've got 30 seconds to make one final point. Go ahead and tell us. <phone rings> Professor Muchi, you've got 30 seconds to make a final I point. Think, yeah? I think we really need to strongly promote Pan-Africanism. 
I hope your new leader, uh, uh, President Ramaphosa, really makes South Africa a leading Pan-African nation in Africa. Okay. That guides us. And, and we learn all the history, the connections, the whole of Africa, whatever problems we had with each other. When it came to fighting apartheid, we were united. Okay, and that's so where we're going to leave it. So Professor- let Africa and South Africa be one. That's where we leave it. Professor Mamamuchi, a research chair in innovation studies at the Faculty of Economics and Finance at the Ichwana University of Technology. Thank you for your time, but also very important, that school that he spoke about. We'll talk about that when we get to know more about it. That's the show. Tomorrow, we always, as always, start with a big hitter. It's 8 o'clock. Muletsi Mbeki, of course, he's going to have a lot to say. Looking forward to that. Let's get the news now. It's 10 o'clock.